I'm starting this one with questions. First big, super major question. How many of you thought couch surfing was running to your living room and jumping on your own or your parents' couch and surfing with the TV playing in the background with some waves crashing? Yeah, while I know you probably didn't think that, that's probably an image that comes to your mind. Another question is, how many countries are there in the world? Some of you do know that, and you'll be amazed on how many you can get to through couch surfing. So, today's specific episode is focused on couch surfing and how you can learn cities and the world through this practice. So, I have a couch surfing, I would call him expert, Ninad, or Ned, for some of us who, you know, may struggle with other tongues, right? And he is going to give us the ins and out about his story with couch surfing, how you can get involved in couch surfing, and how you can benefit your mental, spiritual, and geographic world by trying couch surfing. It's an amazing, amazing conversation. So, without further ado, let's go. So today on Voices, the focus is on traveling, learning new cities, and how you do it. So today joining me is a friend of mine, Ned. He's going to explain couch surfing. I think it's a really, really cool concept. The first time I ever heard about it was uh, when I met him and some uh, friends. So no person can introduce themselves better than themselves. So thank you for joining me today, sir. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, hi, everyone. Um, my name is Nenad. But since it's difficult uh, to pronounce for most of the world, I, I decided to call myself Ned. Actually, that's what... They have decided in China while I was living there. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, what what can I say about myself? Well, I've been, uh, uh, I've been. Uh, well, I'm from Serbia, and uh, I've been curious all my life. That kind of motivated me to travel and to explore the world. And uh, uh, it's uh, what I've always wanted to do. Uh, even like, I mean, like I kind of knew that by heart ever since I was a kid because I was curious. So my, I could say that my my, my first uh, independent travel was when I was eight. I basically escaped from my parents and I walked to another city <laughs> for 10 kilometers because I was curious. I wanted to know what's there. So naturally, like later on, uh, I, I, when, I was, uh, uh, when I was older, I, uh, I started traveling and exploring the world on my own. And uh, uh, well, cow surfing was the, the, the thing that helped me a lot in my quest for uh, uh, getting to know the world and its cultures and its people and stuff. So uh, I can say that I've been actively traveling the world for the last uh, 12 years or maybe 13 years. I, wow. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Cool. So, so what, what exactly is Couchsurfing? Uh, well, Couchsurfing is a hospitality exchange platform. Uh, which works on global level. It connects the people from all over the world, and it uh, uh, it makes us realize uh, how the world actually uh, small is. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I I believed I, I used to live in a big world, but then like suddenly the world became smaller by uh, getting to know this platform and uh, getting connected connected to to all the people I met like uh, all over the world. So is it like li literally sleeping on someone's couch or like kind of what is it? 
Well, it, it depends. Depends on a person. I mean, like there, there are so many members. I, I at this moment, I, I don't know exact number, but there are a couple of million members around the world. Wow. Uh, million, I think, yeah, something like that. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, so it depends on a person. Like they, uh, uh, people share what they have. Uh, so some of them share couches, some of them share beds, some of them share the whole houses, some of them share the floor. It just depends. So everything is a question of, uh, of flexibility and, uh, uh, and mutual agreement, like what you, what you want uh, to sleep on. But it's not only about sleeping, it's, it's basically like cultural exchange. So it's, uh, it helps you to, uh, to really get to know the world through the eyes of the people, of a different people who live all over the world. And that's what, uh, what was my main point of traveling, to get to know the world, the real world, not, the, uh, <laughs> not just the, 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 uh, the places. I mean, I wanted to know like, what's behind these places, who live in those places, and uh, what kind of people live there, like what do they do in their lives, where do they drink coffee, what do they do uh, in their free time, like uh, how do they spend their time. And, uh, yeah, being part of someone's life for a day, two days, or a week or something makes everything completely different. And the whole concept of traveling, I, I believe. Okay. And so, like, like you, you mentioned that you started young, but, like, how did you start start? Because there was, like, obviously an age where you're like, okay, I'm going to couch surf. So, like, when did, how did you actually get start, started well, doing it? Before I, uh, I discovered couch surfing, which was uh, in uh, January 2008, I uh, I wanted to travel, so I uh, I wanted to do it without any agency. Actually, I I I, uh, I used the service of one agency once, and then I, I decided, okay, I've never repeated again. So uh, then in 2007, a year before couchsurfing, I did some trips on my own. Like I I, I sat in my car and I uh, started driving to Italy. But like uh, what actually motivated me at that time was a concert of of Italian composer Ennio Morricone. So. Uh, in order to get to Italy at that time, it was easier. Well, at that time, we still needed visa for European Union, so I got visa for Greece. And then I drove all over Greece by myself. I think it was like 14 hours of driving until I reached uh, uh, the uh, uh, ferry, and which brought me to Italy. And then I made a big circle going all over Italian coast, uh, attending the concerts, and making a circle back home, uh, which took about, I think, 3,000 kilometers. Wow. And uh, I forgot, I think it was like two weeks or something like that. That's amazing. So, and, uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and, and then... Uh, uh, later on, like a few months after this event, I discovered couchsurfing and, and then I, I, I realized, wow, that's, that's what I really want to do. Like, I want to meet, uh, meet the world through its people. And then, like, I wanted to meet my neighbors and their neighbors and everyone else. And, uh, uh, and I, uh, I've hosted my first guest, which was from Turkey. That was an amazing guy. I mean, it is an amazing guy. <laughs> I mean, like, so we, we, kept, uh, we kept in touch. Not only with him, but we kept in, in touch with a lot of uh, with a lot of my guests. But with him, I, I have uh, I've been meeting later on like uh, a couple of times. Like we met in Turkey, we we met in uh, in uh, Brussels, in Belgium, where he used to live. Uh, we met again in Serbia as he moved to Serbia several years after our first uh, encounter and stuff. And um, uh, and we we spent basically when I hosted him for the first time, we spent a great time. 
and then I, I was really, really uh, happy to, to receive and to welcome a lot of people from all over the world uh, to my country and to my city and to my house. That's it. So does it cost people money? Like, is it, do you exchange money as well? No, they, uh, it's completely free. Well, the difference was that uh, uh, in the early years of Couchsurfing, I think uh, from 2008 when I joined uh, until uh, 2013, I guess, it was completely free. Now, uh, later on, like it got, uh, uh, it got sort of sold uh, to a company or something, and they started charging uh, for members to be verified, but it's optional. You don't have to pay. Okay. Uh, basically, you can you can pay if you want some sort of premium access, and premium access is like uh, it allows you to send as many messages as you want. Uh, but the other way to get a premium access is to receive a person in your house. So with each person you receive, you get like three months of free membership. And oh, wow. if you receive four people, you can have a year of free membership. So it just wow. depends. Basically, it's free. But uh, if you are not uh, if you are not premium member you are just limited to send like seven or ten messages a week which at times it uh, it's not it's not enough i guess but it all depends on how well you you plan your trips i right, guess right no i mean like some people plan it in the last minute like when i travel i usually send messages like last minute because i'm traveling and traveling and i'm all the time on the road so it depends on the concept of the people i mean we are all different and we all have uh, uh, different uh, way of traveling like how do we get organized like if we organize like a month in advance or something uh, or a day in advance uh, it's all up to a person and how flexible the other person uh, is so what platform do you use because you say you send messages so is it emails text no you you, say, you send messages through Couchsurfing okay. so Couchsurfing has a lot of options so you have uh, you can uh, basically the platform Couchsurfing allows you to search members in all the cities all over the world. And I think every country in the world, except North Korea, has members. <laughs> in, uh, uh, so, like, uh, no matter where you go, like, uh, you can always find members who are uh, happy to receive you in, uh, in your house. But it's not only limited uh, on, uh, on staying in someone's house. You can just travel the way you want and stay in hostels or hotels and just meet people for the sake of meeting them. Oh, okay. It just, uh, it just depends uh, like how, uh, what do you want to use it for. So it's a so, website? Yeah, it's a website. Okay. It, it started being application, I don't know, a few years ago or something. Well, I mean, obviously to catch up with the world, right? Yes. <laughs> so as far as like foreign languages, because if you have the opportunity to travel all over the world, like, what level of fluency do you think is good or necessary to, uh, to do couchsurfing, I guess, in the best way possible? Well, I would say it depends on a country. And uh, the other thing I would say is like that most of the members of couchsurfing that I've encountered for these last 12, 12 years can speak English. Well, obviously, uh, Latin America is an exception. Like, uh, Asia and Europe, uh, I mean, like... Uh, over there, like, I've been always finding people who speak English. And uh, although here in Latin America, the, the percentage is a little bit lower, I say. So uh, I realized I had to learn Spanish to make my life easier. <laughs> so it, uh, it just depends on a country. I mean, like, uh, when I used to live in uh, China, I, uh, I had to learn some basic Chinese because it could help me with my daily life. Right. But uh, besides that, I could always find members 
in China who can speak English. And uh, those members were always receiving me, and then I didn't have any problems. Uh, for other countries, uh, I, I was uh, I was learning some basics. So when I travel in the Middle East, uh, I mean, like uh, in Iran, I had to learn, for example, ten basic sentences to explain where I'm traveling. When I was in Vietnam, uh, I also had to learn some basic phrases. Well, I didn't have to learn, but it, it made my travel much easier. I mean, okay. it made people like more comfortable and understandable, like understanding. I mean, like where I'm going, what I'm doing, right. and because uh, uh, most of the people uh, who pick you up when you're hitchhiking. By, yeah, by the way, I, I travel most of my time by hitchhiking because I, I like it. I find it as a, another connect, another way to connect with people. And uh, yes, it, I, I would say it just depends on a country. So I, I did learn uh, several languages because uh, I used to live in different countries for, uh, for some period of time. And uh, yeah, yeah, I've lived in Indonesia a year and a half. Uh-huh. And uh, besides, Indonesian language was very easy to, to learn. <laughs> it was very simple, uh, almost without grammar. And uh, people were uh, speaking all the time. With Chinese was a bit uh, more difficult. I, I uh, well, maybe because of uh, of the structure of the language, but not only because of that, because Chinese people tend to be more shy and reserved. Right. I say, I, I would say, and uh, but still, like with hitchhiking, in all those countries, um, I, I got to learn languages much easier. Easier. I mean, like because of constant communication with people. Yeah. yeah. So. Whenever you get into someone's car, you always receive the same questions, and naturally you have to remember these questions. Right. Well, and so, like, as far as, like, the traveling, so you, you hitchhike, but, like, say coming from Europe to, to Latin America, did you have to, like, get a plane, or, like, how would you, I guess, uh, be able to get yourself uh, from Europe to sort of the Americas? Well, um, when, I, uh, when I came here, which was uh, almost, like, two years and four, five, six months ago, something like that. Um, well, yeah, I took a plane, although it's theoretically possible, well, not theoretically, I know people who have done it. It's, it's possible to hitchhike a boat, which really? are usually wow. sailboats. Although I just wanted to, uh, to save my time, I guess. But um, uh, I've started from Dominican Republic. So I took a cheap plane uh, to Dominican Republic. And from there, I started my hitchhiking to Haiti, and from Haiti, I found a boat to hitchhike to Jamaica. Wow. So I did hitchhike a boat. Uh, it was the first time I, I have done something like that. And it was amazing. It was a great experience. And I'm still in touch with the captain. It was, uh, <laughs> it was really cool. Yeah, cool. And uh, from Jamaica, I took another plane to United States. And uh, from there, from New York, I've been hitchhiking, well, most of the time. I've been, I can say, like, I've been traveling by land uh, since uh, end of uh, December 2017. I haven't taken any single plane until now. Okay. So I've came uh, uh, by hitchhiking mostly from New York to California. Uh, it took me like three months. Uh, and then I, I continued hitchhiking to Mexico, uh, to Baja California, to the peninsula that mm-hmm. goes all the way down south to right. Los Cabos. And then from Los Cabos, I've hitched another boat that brought me to Sinaloa, to Mazatlan. Wow. Uh, and this boat took like uh, three days. Wow. And uh, it was great. Then I continued most of my journey by hitchhiking with the exception of four months in Mexico where I uh, bought a motorbike. 
and then I explored uh, uh, Mexico and it's like maybe 8,000 kilometers by, by riding a motorbike mm -hmm. until it broke down so I just left it uh, <laughs> at mechanics place like a year and a half ago so I, it's, it's still there actually I'm, uh, I'm planning eventually to go back and fix it and continue traveling <laughs> I guess but uh, for now I don't know but uh, yeah after that like I just continued hitchhiking through Central America crossing Belize Guatemala El Salvador Honduras Nicaragua Costa Rica Panama and from Panama it took uh, small local boats to reach Colombia because the, the road uh, by land doesn't exist yeah yeah, saw that on the and way. that's how I ended up in Colombia for three months then I continued to Ecuador and then I realized it's time to find a job because I, I didn't have a job for, uh, for three years I've been just traveling the last three years before this job so I found a job and um, yeah since uh, August 2019 last year yeah I've been living and working here right. and so um, like how does that how did uh, have you had any issues where you have to deal with as far as passports and stuff because I know some countries require visas and some don't so like well for us it's, it's kind of difficult uh, comparing to some other countries because Serbian passport is not uh, as strong as uh, maybe American passport or even Colombian passport is stronger, I think, than Serbian passport. So I took, uh, well, we, are, uh, we have re visa requirements from Canada until Costa Rica in all this uh, uh, from North to Central America. Mm -hmm. uh, but the advantage is if you have a, a visa for United States or Canada, you don't have uh, to to get visas for all these uh, countries, really? okay, that makes sense. all these other countries, that makes sense. and then uh, that was a thing that uh, that made it uh, much uh, much easier for me. Now for South America, we would uh, we are required to have visa for Venezuela, Paraguay, and Guyana, and uh, thanks to my Colombian ID, I, I managed to enter Venezuela, although with some problems, but still I managed. I mean, it was kind of alright when I went to I went to Venezuela for uh, holidays like we had like uh, a month uh, uh, we had uh, holidays for yeah, a month, month so yeah. I, I just used it to, to get to know these countries going to, to all of those places and doing couch surfing I think it's a very interesting thing being an American I don't know how it is specifically in the mentality of Europe but uh, people talk a lot about safety so in your opinion uh, uh, is, is, is couch surfing safe well, safety is a, I don't know, relative term. So, I mean, uh, it is and it isn't. And I would say, in my case, it, it, it is. I mean, I've been using it for 12 years. I, uh, I've hosted uh, around uh, 350 people in four countries. Actually, five countries I've lived in. Uh, and I've stayed with about uh, 1,000 people. And wow. besides that, I met probably around 900 800, 900 people through the platform. So I would say it is safe, but it depends how you use it. Uh, it's like uh, it's like reflection of everything, uh, what the world is. It just depends how you live. I mean, like if, if you pay attention, like if you take care of yourself and use common sense, uh, not only with couch surfing, but with your life. And like if you, um, uh, I mean, like uh, everything can be safe. So, uh, in, in, uh, in terms of couch surfing, like, well, uh, the most important thing is to, uh, to check profile because every person, 
as a profile mm -hmm. uh, with the personal information and what is the most important uh, references references are left um, by other members uh, who have stayed with them before or who uh, who have been hosting uh, these people before mm -hmm. and uh, based on what they've been writing about uh, I mean you can make your own judgments right. what what kind of person you're going to meet is and um, I, I think it's it's a it's a very nice way to uh, that we uh, that that we are able to trust each other because uh, lately with all this like uh, development of technology and uh, isolation of people I would say especially in developed countries mm -hmm. like United States Canada or most of the countries in Western Europe we are getting um, uh, we are getting fire from each other. Okay. So uh, what I've noticed, for example, in Latin America, that people keep much closer together. They're 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 uh, doing things together. Like parks are full of people. Like people are doing things together. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, in other places, they're more into their devices, their phones, their um, computers, their like uh, uh, virtual way of uh, of socializing and stuff. And a lot of people are uh, just into a different lifestyle. Uh, that uh, that makes them um, that makes them like a little bit uh, limited, I guess, in terms of um, of uh, of trusting people. Right. So I believe that couchsurfing is uh, is something that uh, that brings us back to our natural uh, instinct and not natural. Uh, I don't know how to say um, habits. That, yeah, uh, cool. that it's it's something very human and like uh, and very nice, which is like to share something, to share time together. To share uh, our habits, to uh, try to understand cultural differences, to try to understand like uh, different lifestyles, um, uh, to to be um, I don't know more open and understanding towards the differences, uh, to, to to try to find to focus to try to focus on similarities mm -hmm. instead of differences. Yeah. Actually, which is something that we really need. Uh, what I noticed by traveling after so many years is that that uh, in the whole world we are much more similar that uh, that we think yeah, than what we think because we are trying to find uh, differences which will uh, limit us we try to create borders between people and uh, in 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 general like we are we are all like born with the same feelings it just depends how we develop them it depends on society it depends on uh, uh, on a lifestyle, it depends on education, it depends on uh, family and stuff. And I believe like couchsurfing functions as uh, one big uh, family, which uh, which can bring us together and uh, make us enjoy time uh, uh, that we share with each other. Yeah, and so um, so I mean I would be remiss not to ask you this. So how many countries, if you know the number, like uh, how many countries have you been to, and sort of a two part to it. What are some of your favorite things to do in some of those places you've been? Uh, well, within these 12 years, well, I would count it as 12 years of traveling, I've been to 82 countries so far. Wow. So I, I have like a lot of countries uh, that, uh, that are expecting me. But, uh, but the thing is, I, I take my time in certain countries and I tend to come back to certain countries because for me, a country is not, uh, I mean, number of countries is not just a number, just right. to count like um, uh, countries. I, I like to, to explore a lot of places within these countries. Like, uh, for example, in, uh, I mean, uh, I've, I've stayed in Mexico just because I was curious to, 
to, to get to know a lot of places. So I've been to 191 places that I counted. Wow. In, uh, here in, in Colombia, I've been to 145 places. Wow, so, that's so I just take my time because I, I, I am I'm still very curious. Like the more I travel, the more curious I'm, I'm getting. So the, the more I travel, the, the, the slow, uh, my travels are getting s- slower. I mean, like, uh, because... Are you slowing down? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm... I'm, I'm quite fast with my traveling but in uh, terms of like one certain country I'm, right. I'm being slow I guess okay. <laughs> so because I, I, I am curious like to, to get to know some small uh, towns to get to know some villages to to meet people in different parts of the country to see how how they live and like my main point of traveling is just to connect with people to um, uh, to see how their lifestyle is and to, to share something with them and to learn something with them and uh, basically to, to see if we can inspire each other in any way. Like, so we can, uh, I don't know, all uh, improve something by learning from each other. I think there is always something, something to learn from, from people. And uh, yeah, I, I, I guess that, <laughs> that might be an answer to my question, why do I travel? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, and then that that was going to be a question, but like uh, another question is is specifically like the way you you travel, you, you're getting more probably bang for your just experience than the standard tourist. You think? Yes, I mean, like uh, I, as I said, like I would rather count experience as count a country or count a city or something like, because all these experiences with different people are. Uh, I don't know, com- are, uh, something new. It's uh, something special for me. I mean, connecting with a, de- uh, with a new person, like every time it, may- it makes something, uh, something nice. I mean, like uh, it, makes, uh, it makes life special, I guess, to, to see how easy it is to connect with uh, a random person. Yes. Like in a, in a times uh, in, in which we don't trust to most people, <laughs> especially... I, I would say, you know, when I travel in the United States, I could feel this mistrust that people yes. are not really uh, very open to each other, like uh, especially to new people or something. <laughs> not, like. not really. <laughs> yeah. It, Although I really liked hitchhiking in the United States. It was something... Uh, I bet it's different. Uh? I bet it's different than like other places. Yes, yes, yes. You meet a lot of different people. Yeah. You meet like really different people, like uh, with different point of view, different background opinions and stuff and like uh, and it was it was interesting otherwise you would probably not meet like all these people but like uh, BAP like just being in uh, in that place like uh, suddenly like uh, I don't know they don't ex- expect you you don't expect them and then like right. you somehow connect uh, you get connected like through through the trip they're, they're like uh, you're sharing with them so this is the thing that I, I really like when, uh, when I hitchhike and this is why I hitchhike because I mean, you you get connected to a lot of random people and like uh, with different uh, different opinions and stuff and stuff and it's it's fun. It's interesting. That's awesome. So, uh, oh, in, in this specific segment, we're gonna take a pause and we're gonna switch to Spanish because uh, we have a couple of spec questions in Spanish mm-hmm. because yeah, we have like listeners and then mm-hmm. I'll return back to to English. So uh, I'll All take right. a pause and then we will start again. Hola, Ned. Hola, hola. Eh, bueno, mi nombre es Natalia y tengo unas últimas preguntas para ti. Sí, está bien. Con gusto. Ok. La primera es, ¿cuáles son las razones del por qué empezaste con Cold Surfing? 
Pues las razones son que primero yo siempre tenía curiosidad para conocer la gente y, y, este, y eso, con eso um, uh, estaba muy uh, interesado para, para, para conocer las personas, los, la, la gente que, que vive su vida um, en, en una, una manera diferente y para conectarme con ellos y para compartir algo con ellos, para conocer algo de las culturas di distintas, uh, uh, para tratar de ent entender uh, unas formas de vida diferentes, para aprender algo de las uh, ciudades, de los pueblos, de las familias, de, la, uh, de las formas de la vida, de cómo lo vive, para, para uh, tratar de compartir algo que son uh, de pronto unas historias personales, o la comida, o unos viajes, Uh, pues uh, muchas veces uh, yo hizo los viajes con las personas con, con quienes uh, estoy hospedando y uh, en, en estas uh, maneras compartimos algo o ellos me muestran las cosas que normalmente uh, yo no, no sabía cómo uh, que existe o, o cómo son y, uh, uh, y sí, creo que sí, claro. algo, algo de... Y compartir también tu cultura a ellos. Sí, claro, claro. Super. Sí, es que especialmente porque la gente no sabe mucho sobre mi país. Mi país uh -huh. es todavía muy desconocido. Este, pues muchas personas saben sobre Yugoslavia, pero después de la separación de Yugoslavia no saben muchas cosas que, que se, se pasaron después de 95. Y, sí, total. Es que mi país se cambió nombre cuatro veces desde mi nacimiento. Y uh, la gente está muy confundida con, uh, con esas cosas y especialmente con esta parte del mundo porque este, después de, de, de la separación no, hay, no estuvieron muchas noticias sobre todos uh, los países. De, de hecho, Yugoslavia continuó a existir en otra forma hasta 2003 y después todo está como más confundido con los nuevos países y todo. Y sí, me gusta compartir algo de mi cultura cuando, cuando puedo para ir también aprender algo con otras culturas claro. y uh, es que Couchsurfing es, es una plataforma de intercambio de, de, de las culturas este, y es algo muy, uh, muy bueno para conectarse con la, con la gente Totalmente. Para, eh, cuando uno te recibe en la casa es que no sé, algo como una, uh, un sentido como que estás con la familia afuera de tu familia o sea, te sientes sí, cómodo. Sí, sí, claro. Total. Mm. Bueno, entonces sí lo recomiendas a otras personas. Sí, absolutamente. Es que Couchsurfing es, uh, es una plataforma de bastantes personas distintas. Todos tienen su distinta forma de la vida. Son, algunas son más reservadas, algunas son más abiertas, algunas son más ricas, algunas menos o algo. Este, pero la idea es compartir lo que tienes. No necesito compartir... Uh, este algo este como comida o algo por a menos puedes compartir historia y uh, intercambio de cultura lo que tiene que compartir es que es lo es lo que es importante uh -huh. es que no solo en las cosas pero en la pensamiento y otras otras formas de compartir claro. bueno entonces tú crees que Couchsurfing es para personas con específica personalidad o crees que todos debemos hacerlo este, no es que yo no creo que hay límite en esta en este caso es que uh, pues todos humanos uh, yo pienso es que le gusta compartir algo o mostrar al menos una parte pequeña de sus propias culturas 
o pues de, de sus propias vidas o algo poco para, para tener la gente porque todos tenemos amigos entonces cómo empezamos a tener amigos a veces por, uh, por el uh, lugar donde trabajamos a veces con los vecinos pero también uh, es bueno para conocer personas que viven más lejos y a uh, cuáles culturas son un poquito más distintas, aunque no tan distintas como uh -huh. todos piensan. Y depende cómo uno puede abrirse y cómo quiere uh, este, uh, dejar uh, personas nuevas en su vida, porque todos uh, tenemos uh, amigos, ¿no? Sí, eh, lo digo porque dicen que esto es para gente arriesgada que confía en las casas y en las personas a las que van a llegar. Pero si tú confías a tu vecino, si tú confías en, uh, en tu amigo que conoces dos años, ¿por qué no puedes confiar a alguien que también tiene recomendaciones de otras personas? Si puedes uh, uh, leer lo que 100 personas escribieron sobre una persona, uh -huh. yo creo que está suficiente para, este, para tener confianza. O no solo para eso, pero es que todos se sentimos cómodos con una persona, tal vez después, después de, 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 de uno tiempo, ¿no? Es que solo así funciona tal vez más rápido, que para algunas personas no es natural, pero para, para otras es que, ¿por qué no? Es que sí. si tú conoces a alguien en la... Este, en la calle compartes algo y le conoces de, de nuevo y de nuevo es que yo creo que la forma que hospedaré en tu casa es algo también uh, interesante y algo bueno para, para compartir con unos amigos que no son tal vez uh, no se va a quedar mucho tiempo pero es que uh, yo creo que existen muchas uh, razones para que tener confianza con sí, hay que ser abierto totalmente sí, sí. Ok, entonces ahora miremoslo por el otro lado. Ya estábamos hablando de ser viajante, pero ahora miremoslo como acogedor de viajantes. O sea, uh -huh. si yo, por ejemplo, si yo recibo a un viajante en mi casa, uh -huh. ¿qué se siente? ¿Cómo hace uno para confiar en la persona que va a llegar? Pues, uh, no sé, primero es que por la confianza, como lo, lo que di es, como uh, puedes uh, checar por las recomendaciones que otras personas escribieron. Otra cosa es que leer lo que ellos escribieron para ver si, si puedes, si tiene algo similar, algunas cosas similares, porque también los viajantes son a veces cerrados, a veces más abiertos, a veces quiere hacer cosas contigo, a veces quiere hacer cosas en su, por su propia cuenta. Y todo depende cómo, cómo te, tú sientes, uh, cómo que tú quieres hacer con ellos. Por ejemplo, no sé, para compartir tiempo. Para mí, cuando yo recibo a la gente, a mí me gusta mucho este, que, uh, que compartimos algo. Que, uh, este, me gusta mostrarle las ciudades, los alrededores, o caminatas, o... Uh, no sé, cosas así, o a veces, muchas veces cocinamos juntos, por ejemplo, por ellos comparten algo de su, uh, algo de comida de su propia, su gastronomía, ajá, su gastronomía. 
yo, yo no sabía cocinar mucho, pero aprendí un poco en mis últimos viajes para que al menos puedo compartir algo de, de wow. mi gastronomía. Y uh, sí, es que uh, pues depende, depende cómo, cómo te sientes. Uh, este, y, uh, para que no, por ejemplo, yo a veces recibo muchas solicitudes de viajantes, pero no, no recibo todos. Primero puedes ver este, su perfil, su descripción, sus fotos. Y si sientes una manera de conexión con esa persona uh, que tiene algo... Um, que tienen más cosas para compartir, que te sientes como, como alguien, puedes poner la preferencia. Oh, super. Es o sea... que tam también hay calificaciones de las personas, hay, puedes ver si ellos ya hospedaron a alguien antes o solo lo usa para viajar, porque algunas solo lo usa para, para um, viajar o para... También estar, recibir. También, sí, sí, sí. Entonces puedes checar muchas cosas y super. depende de su perfil. Puedes decir si, si quieres recibir a esa persona o no, como puedes tener la idea, como te, que, si te vas a sentir cómodo con la persona. Super, o sea, conclusión es totalmente segura. Sí, claro. La comunidad. Sí. Este, aunque a veces debes que tener este, precaución para las personas que son nuevas, que no tienen ninguna recomendación. Uh -huh. Preferible tal vez no aceptar, pero a veces puedes ver si ellos tienen enlace para otras páginas, para Facebook o algo que puedes ver a menos un poquito más de sus vidas. Y en lo que ves de sus formas de la vida, puedes decidir algo como, como te sientes. Muchas gracias, Ned. Ah, por nada, ya. Yeah. Un placer. <risa> So, uh, we had obviously the Spanish segment, which I think was very important because it shows the intercambio or the exchange of uh, languages, culture, etc. And I think it's important, especially for the people in Colombia, to understand your ability to communicate with them and your desire to communicate with them. So, I have uh, two more questions and then we're, we're going to wrap up because uh, you've, you've done absolutely fabulous. So, uh, two, two quick questions. So, how much longer do you uh, think you will want to do or to continue to capture? Well, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I guess I would like to continue until, uh, I till, until I'm alive, I guess. Uh, okay. I mean, I don't see any, any limits. Why would I stop? I mean, even if I would have, uh, even if I would change my, my lifestyle or something, I would still continue meeting people. So for me, it's something natural. I want. Uh, we are all learning all our lives. We are all, uh, uh, I don't know, able to enjoy different things as long as we live, right? Yeah. So as long as you are able to see a change, uh, it's not important uh, the, uh, the age or a place. I guess we can all see a change in the world even from the same place. Oh, absolutely. I mean, as long as we we focus on, I don't know, something. Well, I think age is uh, a human thing. I, I think you're old as you want to be, and then the, there are false requirements or uh, stigmas that they give people for ages. But uh, yeah. an, another question is, is because, uh, I mean, there, there are often questions about uh, people's sort of place in life as far as legacy. Uh, do you have, like, a desire to have a family or anything like that f from yourself, or is couchsurfing uh, something that you just... Well, maybe can you do that with couchsurfing? Well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I, I, I don't, well, I don't know. I mean, like, it, it all depends. I'm, I'm open to everything that comes. So, 
uh, I, uh, for now, I'm, I'm pretty much enjoying the, the way of life I'm living. But I'm, I'm, uh, I guess I'm open to, uh, uh, to, a, to some sort of family life. Although I wouldn't say if I will have family that it will be like traditional lifestyle. Right, right. Or something. If, uh, yeah, if I uh, find a wife who is going to travel with me or something, then yeah. With uh, in a case of children, I don't know. I mean, it <laughs> makes me a little bit scared <laughs> yeah. to be honest. But uh, I don't know if there would be a way to do like. Uh, uh, some kind of self-education or something like that yeah and like uh, that it can keep me traveling or something why not or I don't know it all depends it all depends as long as I find as long as if I'm able to find like a person who is flexible enough for my lifestyle although that can be difficult <laughs> I mean based on my previous relationships and stuff <laughs> oh I can understand <laughs> I totally can understand <laughs> So, yeah. uh, the podcast is named Voices because my goal is to highlight the voices of people that I, I meet in life and that, uh, that, that intrigue me. And I think everyone has something to say and it's a part of their legacy and their story. So, uh, I like to have the final word to be uh, from the voice of the contributor because I think uh, what they have to say as an, an uh, ending note is important. So, the, your final word can be about what we've been talking about with couch surfing or it can be about anything that's on your heart. Uh, but with all of that, I'm going to say specifically thank you for your time, the information, and uh, I can't wait to hear more stuff. So I'll leave the final word to you. Well, thank you very much, Luis. Um, uh, I don't know how, how can I make a conclusion, I guess. Uh, well, pretty much all, all that I've said, like, uh, uh, I, I guess would have... Uh, uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> um, 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 well, I, I would I would just say that couch surfing, like talking about couch surfing, is uh, is just like uh, for me uh, at least the, the the point that we all should should get like more uh, should try to get more connected to each other and to try to understand each other better. And uh, I think traveling helps one person to to understand the world better and to be kinder to each other.